And now, join Kevin Hart as he dives into the minds of some of your favorite celebrities. This is Gold Mines with Kevin Hart. Welcome, world. Welcome, 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 welcome. It's <laughs> with a capital W, by the way. When I'm in a good mood, you feel the energy. You can feel my mood from the context of my voice. And my energy basically should become your energy because this show flows off of nothing but that. Welcome, world, to an all-new episode of Gold Mines. And you know what I do here. I get inside the minds of amazing people. And, oh, my God, today will be no different. Why? Why? Because this is another amazing mind that I am bringing to you. Gems will be dropped. Stories will be told. And an understanding will be had. That's what a podcast is about. You're supposed to walk away with like, holy shit. I didn't know none of that. Oh my God. Now that I know that, that's actually dope. Something about what was said gave me energy to put towards something that I want to do that I didn't know that I could, that I now know, and now I will. That's what this is about. Well, let me break down what today's guest is and what they've done. Okay. She is an attorney and a former federal prosecutor, which is dope. Got to find out about that. I'm already interested. Co-host of the hit daytime TV show, The View. Holy shit. Stop right there. <laughs> Why should we stop right there? Well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about The View and the success it's had. I mean, the show's been on, I got to say, for like, I know, I know that this person's run with the show has been about six or seven years, but the view, I want to say the view may have cracked like 10 plus for sure. How long has the view been on? 97. Oh my God. 2007. They got 20, 24, 25 years. My math. What is this? 2023. We're about to be in 2024, 97, 207, 17 plus another three, 23. They put you at 20 plus another, 26 years. <laughs> By the way, it took me a long time to get there. <laughs> I want I want the listeners to know I've struggled with math my whole life. Okay, that's a, that's a real struggle. So don't think that I was that that was a joke. That was a real adding, <laughs> a real look into how I add. Uh, three time Emmy award winning TV journalist, two time New York Times bestseller of Summer on the Bluffs and Summer on Sag Harbor. By now you should know who I'm talking about, and if you don't. Well, you will. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sonny Hosting. <laughs> Her husband. Now you got me, now you got me laughing. <laughs> yes, right. You're going to laugh. Sonny made me aware. She made me aware at the top, at the top of the show. Sonny's married. And Sonny's husband is half Spanish and half Haitian. And we had a big, a big, like, uh, a moment in reference to the last name. Because I said, well, how's it pronounced? Is it Hostin or Hostin? And she was like, well, you can just say it however you want. It's my husband's last name. Just go. And then she cracked the code and said, look, he's half <laughs> Spanish, half Hastin. It's really pronounced Hostin. <laughs> and I don't know why I yeah. turn my head when I say it. But I wanted to say it correctly. <laughs> I yeah, want to say you correctly. Know, I well, we've been married twenty five years, and I was already fully formed when we got married. I was in my thirties, so I, I, uh, you know, wasn't going to take his last name. Uh, and oh. my le my legal degrees, everything, you know, set coming. Oh. That's that's my that's my maiden name, and, and he he got in his feelings about it, and so the proper because his father was Haitian, <laughs> the, the last name is Austin. Now my real Austin. first name is. Yeah, and my real first name is Asuncion. So I was like, I'm not walking around with Asuncion Hosting. Like it's just not it don't it doesn't flow right. I didn't like it. And I 
I like it. Astucia Houston. Astucia Houston. Astucion. Yeah, it's too much. You know what's funny? What's funny is that you bring up, you bring up the last name um, conversation. Me and a a group of my friends, we actually sat around the fire about three nights ago and we had the biggest debate over the last name and the take or not taking of the last name. And, you know, I, I, of course, like I, I always shut down when you get into these debates uh, no. when it's like, well, what women think versus what the men think. I shut down because I don't ever want to get into the middle of the <laughs> argument. My wife later on go, I didn't like what you said. So I just, I shut That's down. Right. <laughs> I shut down. I shut down. But I love your take on it. I love that you had like a firm reason. And I think that there is a lot, there is a lot to take in when, uh, a lot of work has been put in, I guess, to the foundation underneath the yeah. last name. And, you know, yeah. um, there's a there's a representation attached to that as well. But, reputation there as well. Is. You know? And and what I will tell you is, you know, I'm my father's only child. Oh. So I really felt like by giving up Cummings, that part of the lineage would stop because of the yeah. way this country is 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 formulated. Uh, you know, the woman usually takes up the, the the man's last name. So what I did was I gave my last name, my original last name to my children as well as his last name. So my children are Cummings Hostin. That way I didn't And my last name is my middle name's Cummings. My last name is Hostin. So I didn't give up my full identity because that was really important to me. I earned, I earned the right to use my name and I, I didn't want my father to lose that last name because he poured so much into me and supported me so much and I refuse to erase that. So well, Sonny, am- let me tell you what you let me tell you what you just did, Sonny. Let me tell you what you just did. What you just did, Sonny, was display to the world the importance of correct communication. Meaning yeah. that I don't just have a feeling. I, I have know. a I have a reason behind the feeling. Right. And my emotion attached to the reason when presented correctly is something that not only has to be heard, but understood. And I like without even knowing you or your husband, there is no way that you do not get to a mutual solve when it's broken down the way that you broke it down, because I'm quite sure that your husband had a reason for his passion and wanting you to take the last name and your kids, et cetera. And I think it's dope as hell when you can see people that are the proof of great communication. That's, that's great communication. Yes. That's what it took. Yeah, that's what it took. And when the kids came along, you know, now everybody in the house is Cummings Hostin except Emmanuel Hostin. So, <laughs> so little, you know, it was a little funny feeling there too. But yes. he accepted it. He accepted how important it was for me to continue my father's legacy. I understand. I like it. Well, yeah. let's get into your legacy, okay? Okay. Your father's legacy is is another conversation. I'm quite sure yeah. it's an yeah. interesting conversation. We can merge some of that with your conversation, but I really want to okay. get into just the world of you. Uh, from my understanding, you're from the Bronx, right? South uh, Bronx. South mm-hmm. Bronx. I'm okay, make sure we get that in there. It's a big deal. Don't want to don't want to miss that. Uh very important to say South Bronx too. What is the what's the fuss about? Why 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 not just Bronx? Like tell me tell me what's you know, important about look, the difference between the Bronx and the South Bronx. There's, there's the Bronx that looks like uh Riverdale. Uh there's okay. an area in the Bronx called Riverdale, which is where my kids attend 
a very prestigious like private school. The houses uh-huh. are like fancy. There's yeah. the Bronx that's around Yankee Stadium. You know, that holds a certain piece of something. There's the Grand Concourse where the courthouse is. I actually have a street named after me along the Grand Concourse where I used to shop. But the Boogie Down Bronx is yes. the South Bronx. South Bronx. And I grew up in the projects. And so that's something that for a long time, if I'm being honest, I was embarrassed about. You right? ran away from. I ran away from that because, you know, don't be fooled by the rocks that I got, right? I'm still the same Sonny from the South Bronx Projects. And I thought, there are so many kids that are still in that condition. Why am I running away from that? If they can see that that's where I came from and they're in that condition, they know where they can go. So it's so, so much more about the journey. So when I, someone says, oh, you're from the Bronx. I said, no, I'm from the South Bronx Projects, the St. Mary's Projects. Mm-hmm. And look look at me now. And, and that's why it's so important. And anybody from the South Bronx, you know, you see them doing the X over their chest and stuff like that. It's usually the people from the South Bronx that do that. The people that grow up in the little nice little areas, they don't do all that. But we're proud of the fact that we've persevered. Well, you're you're a walking case study of dreams becoming a reality. Right. Yeah. Like if you just want to so. cut to it, let's just say what it is like. You're <laughs> you are motivation for the generation of today and tomorrow. And yeah. uh, what I do love about the the people from the South Bronx, they stand on that. And there is oh, a, yeah. a high level of unity um, of understanding that we want you to oh, yeah. have by way of oh, saying yeah. people, people that are from that place that have grew up, came up, came out. Um, it's a priority. It's a priority to make sure that you understand because you know what we what we don't what we don't stand on enough is just the character building that happens when you're coming up in those environments right Mm -hmm. like you're forced you're forced to evolve at a different level at a different rate understand deal with trials tribulations and you're also you're also put in the position to overcome a lot because more problems are thrown at you than solve so i love what you're saying i champion I love what you're saying because, you know, well, now all the Gen Zers are going to get mad at me. But, you know, when I came up, it was whether or not we had enough to eat, whether mm-hmm. whether or not the projects were going to put was going to put the heat on, even though it was 20 degrees outside, whether or not we had the hot water because somebody else in the there's too many people in the building were using the hot water at the same time. And we're heating up the water on the pots and the, on the stove, probably a, a total could have been a total catastrophe. And then you have these new people, new kids on the block that are saying things like, you know, oh my goodness, the filter didn't work on my social media account. Yeah. Like yeah. for me, <laughs> like, I was eating, I was eating spam. Like, you yeah. know, like I, I don't, I don't care about this generation. This generation is concerned about the phone chargers is what you're saying. They, they are. Where's my charger? Phone charger. I'm oh, like, I got I my days. My day's shit. I left my charger home. Oh my God, I'm on 3%. Fuck my life. I'm I'm, I'm traumatized. It's a trauma. You know, for me, I know real trauma. Yes. And, uh, and, and that's, that, that's why I speak so openly about it. And I'm so, and I'm, I'm, I'm not proud about the trauma and I'm not proud about the addiction that I grew up around or the violence I grew up around, you know, or seeing my family get dissolved. But, I and people being imprisoned, um, but I am proud 
of the perseverance and the lessons that I that I was taught. My my son just told me recently, well, mom, you either fail or you learn. Mm. And I was like, wow, that's deep. And then come to find out, uh, actually, he learned that from Nelson Mandela. So I, I was just <laughs> impressed that the boy was reading Nelson Mandela. But that's how I feel. I either I had a I've had a lot of failures, but I learned from all of them. And I learned from the South Bronx projects. And it's you know, I wouldn't be here if not for that. Well, I can't let you just say it and not piggyback off of it. You know, uh, when I gave your introduction, I used journalist because you are. Um, yeah. You know, you come from the world of journalism. So talking about your background, where you come from, how much has that influenced um, your space and place in journalism, right? What, what, did that, what kind of role did that play? Thank you for listening to this episode of Gold Minds with Kevin Hart. You can catch the rest of this episode exclusively on the SiriusXM app. We'll see you next week for a full episode of Gold Mines with Kevin Hart. Gold Mines with Kevin Hart is a serious XM and Laugh Out Loud radio production. Executive produced by Kevin Hart, Ty Randolph, Mike Stein, Brian Smiley, Eric Eddings, and Eric Wyel. Produced by Danny Sellers and Leslie Guam. And engineered by Danny Sellers. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are.